Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello and welcome back to the App Betches podcast. I'm Aileen. And I'm Sammy. And Jordana is traveling again. She's not on the struggle bus this time. I don't remember where she is. We can, we can discuss <laughs> that. But it's just the two of us today and we have lots to cover. We have The Real Housewives Beverly Hills. The premiere was last night. We have a Selena Gomez story. Sad that Jordana's not here for that. And um, we have an update on Kim and Pete. So let's talk. Before we do that, what's been going on? How's life? What have you been up to? Let me What's think. the 411? How is, how is life? It's a, it's good. How, how's, your, how's your life? You deflecting? <laughs> I don't know how my life is. I, I, need, to, I need to like remember what my, my life I is know, like. like what it's good. am I doing? <laughs> right. I, yeah, like what what's happening? Like I'm going, I'm doing work during the day and then... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm doing the thing. I'm watching the things that I'm about to talk about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I think you, things you are good. You said you were up late. Reading oh my the God, palace yeah. book. Oh. I'm late to this recording Here because comes the I was. Roller. <laughs> I'm, I need to wake up. <laughs> I'm tired. Okay, like you know how like when you're just waking up, like you're still kind of in your sleep waves. Like I'm still in the sleep waves right now. <laughs> you yeah, know you're I mean? in the sleep waves. Yeah, yeah. Like the sleep brain frequencies. <laughs> the sleep brain frequencies are still. Oh, and my closet that won't close is in the background. Like, oh my god, it's so embarrassing. Oh, that was a great video. Okay. Yeah, I was up till 2 a.m. reading the palace book. Real good. Real good. You want to know any tea? Yeah, give me some tea that we didn't cover last time. Okay. I'll give you something that definitely like stuck Sizzles? in my brain. Hot sizzling tea? I don't This isn't hot sizzling tea, but I found it interesting because, okay, Kate Just Middleton. Okay. No, it definitely does not <laughs> it definitely sizzle. doesn't. It's like it, a, like it a piece of meat sizzles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Hot. What so, do they say? What do the kids say? Piping? <laughs> yeah, piping hot tea. Okay, this isn't even that interesting, but I, you know how people always kind of debate, like, oh, did Kate, like, look to date William? Uh-huh. And I always kind of was like, no, like, you're not going to, like, choose your college based on, like, the prince going there, because, like, what are the chances that you would actually be the one to date the prince, even if he's there? Right. So I always thought that was just like a little bit like too much. Like I always thought that was just like a little ridiculous. But then in the book, Kate apparently got into a better school. She got into um, the University of Edinburgh, which is like I think the third best school. And in the book, like Tina Brown's describing how you would only drop that if you got into like Oxford or Cambridge. Instead, once it was announced that she had like arranged to go to Edinburgh with like her two best friends, they had housing, she had like whatever, it was all like set. Then it was announced that William was going to St. Andrews. So she pulls out of Edinburgh after she had like arranged to go. She instead does a gap year in like some service thing that he also had done. Oh. And then, or that he was also doing. And then, she enrolls in St. Andrews, which I didn't really understand why this would be interesting, but the it's sort of like maybe you've gotten to Yale. Why would you go to like Williams College? Not that, that that's like one of the best liberal arts schools. It is, I think, 
when we were applying like the best liberal arts school. But it's like a choice, you know? It's a choice yeah. to go like to Wait, there. I have a question. Over. Yeah. Why doesn't, if you're saying Oxford or whatever is best, why isn't William going there? Because in terms of like, I think security, like St. Andrews was really good. They were able to get the press to put an embargo on like kind of harassing him while he was there. They were able to basically be more like secluded there. Whereas Edinburgh was like in the middle of the city. I don't know. Maybe he wasn't smart enough to get into Oxford or Cambridge. Like, I don't know. <laughs> he could still You know, the there. queen has connections. Yeah. yeah, but like he wanted to do what he wanted to do. I don't know. But regardless, the <laughs> point. This, this isn't the point. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Is the Kate, I always thought people were like overblowing that she like tried to go to school with him. But yeah. now I'm like, oh, she like kind of did. But they knew each other before, right? Like wasn't she had, like on and off girlfriend or something? No, during college they became boyfriend uh, and girlfriend for like almost all of college. And then after they were, it wasn't even on and off in college. It was like uh, on in college. And it was off after college. Oh, and then what happened? Do you want to go through the whole relationship? Yeah, just give me like, give me like just some. Okay, so they overview. Sh- they were like friends. She played it real cool. Everyone was throwing him- themselves at him and she was playing it cool. And then there was that famous fashion show where she wore that dress and he was like, he thought she was really hot. And they were already decided that they were going to live together like in a friend group flat. As he, if you will. Right. And then he like saw her differently. And then they like started dating and their friends like kept it really secret. And it was basically like totally secret for like, you know, let's say like a few years. But the whole time he would always have like ladies coming in and trying to get in on it. And Kate was good at dispelling that. And then like, you know, many years later, they got married and we watched it. Well, I, we did watch that in college. Oh, my God. Okay, another interesting tidbit that in the pro-Harry column, I'm not really up to the Me- the Megan chapters yet. I'm, like, right on the cusp, which is why I was reading till so late. Harry served for real on the front lines in Iraq and Afghanistan, and he, like, wants to be, like, a soldier. Harry, like, would love to be just, like, a regular soldier in the military. Right. But he can't because he, like... Obviously, that would put everyone around him in extreme danger. But Harry was like kind of obviously like a wild child. Like we saw that. But the military was really, really good for Harry. And he was mm. like, I th- I just thought that was very interesting because like he and William are not obviously the most like, quote unquote, normal down to earth kind of guys. But right. the fact that Harry sort of felt like most at home in just being like one of the guys in the military Right. It's like one of the guys. It's like he doesn't have this. I'm I'm sure they still treat him a little bit like better. No, I'm sure. No. He I mean I'm sure for safety. No, they don't. Like that's the thing. Like he had to do every single thing. I know, thing. I just mean he was like probably cool in his group of friends. You know what I mean? Like he still had some status. <laughs> no, but, but I at think the same he time didn't... he still was he wasn't treated differently. He was just socially, I mean, within the crew. No, but I think honestly. If he hadn't been like a good soldier, he would have been like, oh, yeah. I think he was treated equally because he was like a good soldier. He brought himself to everyone's level. He probably liked just having to be away from all the royal stuff. Like that's my sense or act a certain way. 
Which That's I mean, my sense I'm of it sure too. it's a nice place to get away and there's no paparazzi in the war. <laughs> well, they're okay, that they had to basically he was only able to be in the like front lines of Iraq for I think 10 weeks before someone like exposed that he was there and he couldn't mm. be there anymore. But like even for him to get to go was like a huge deal. They had to basically negotiate with every paper in America and the UK. That wow. like no one, and it was actually an American, it was Matt Drudge, who if you watch the, do you watch Impeachment, the Monica Lewinsky thing? No, I never watched That's that. That's who Billy Eichner played, Matt Drudge. He was the one who blew up ha- that Harry's, like where Harry was in Iraq and uh, oh. Harry had to leave Iraq. Was that a good documentary? or It wasn't a documentary. Docu-series? With Beanie Feldstein? Wait, I, I is mean, it a show? It was a show. Yeah, it was a it was a Ryan Murphy, Monica Lewinsky. Was it good? I really. I mean, you're asking me, and it's like very much up my alley. I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, people but if you did take like yourself it, yes. out of it. People liked it. Yes, like I think people really liked Beanie Feldstein. Yeah, definitely. Oh, who played Bill? Um, what's his name? Oh, Clive Owen. Short name, Clive Owen. Yes, and I was not too impressed by his uh, Bill. Frankly, he is British. Okay, maybe I, I something is, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I wasn't too impressed by his. Have you seen closer? Yeah, but I for I was confusing all the people in my head. You know, um, <laughs> I know C- Colin Firth confuses, throws a wrench in it. <laughs> Clive Colin. Yeah, I know first Benedict. Short last names. Oh my god, my mom called Benedict Cumberbunch <laughs> the other day. I was just like, I'm. I'm going to see. I'm going to see Marvel. On Friday, tomorrow. Ooh, morning. tomorrow's Friday. Tomorrow's Friday. I'm really excited to go see this movie, although Rusty tells me there's mixed reviews, but I don't like to look at the reviews before I see a movie that I'm excited to see, regardless of whether or not. Yeah, who cares? It it's about well. the experience of going to the movies. Yeah, well, I'm pumped because I fucking love Doctor Strange. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Should we talk about something? Because right now we were just having like a catch up, which went into royal um, drama. So let's talk about the Housewives of Beverly Hills. It is started yet last night. First of all, let's get if anybody um, didn't watch. We're not going to give really, I guess, there's no spoiler, really. Nothing like happened on the show that wasn't 
in the news, but it was uh, mainly around Dorit's robbery. And that was the first episode. And then there's also some Erica stuff. So let's talk about the robbery. What did you think of the way that they showed that? What emotions did you feel? I felt really scared. Um, I felt really like, you know, I could put myself in her shoes for for a minute or two there um, when she was like describing it. But that's kind of why I was like, felt a little bit weird because I was like, okay, the whole situation felt very intense, but then it yeah. almost felt a little bit like they were performing the intensity of the situation for the film. Do you know what I mean? Right. Sort of. Not that the situation was not real or intense. You mean the combo but, after? But the like way that tiles. they, yeah, and how like PK came directly there, and like sure that makes right. sense. He was flying back, but it was like, it was like right. this weird. It wasn't private moment where you see how reality TV can be kind of weird to be part of when something actually happens. I can imagine that Dorit in her head is like, okay, I'm. Like, I want to, she looked really traumatized. Like, I can't fucking imagine. Like, that was terrifying to watch. And afterwards on Watch What Happens Live, she said that her alarm wasn't on, which I was confused about. No, she said it was on outside, but not inside. No, she said it was not on. She just said it was not on. And if it was on outside, it still should have gone off. Like, she said it was not on. Yeah, well, that's dumb. It doesn't make any sense because alarm systems you can she was she was talking about like the motion sensor inside it goes off because her kids walk around but like there's a thing on your alarms where you can turn off the motion sense like it's your your home the setting is your home meaning that it doesn't go off if you move but um you can even make sensors for like dogs like it's pretty sensitive so as someone without a home i know nothing yeah, about alarm systems i just because andy said like because people were talking about did teddy set up the alarm system <laughs> he said that yeah. um but i thought that was like really quite traumatizing to watch i was scared for sure and like the reactions after you can feel that they like especially the like, crystal who and then obviously kyle but like crystal who was saying like, it's so scary. Like that can happen in your home. Like it's, it's like all of this like shit that's like frightening, but it's happening in your home and your children are like right there. I don't know. It was really terrifying. And how she's like, just leave my phone. And then you see the robber leaving the phone. So like the way that Uh she recounted it felt very like realistic. I just, yeah, I see what you're saying about the performance kind of just to turn it, to come back to what I was saying is that like Dorit's probably like, I am a housewife. I need to make sure that like, you know, I'm making a choice whether or not to have this on camera, like my reaction, and I'm just going to decide to have it on camera. Like, you know, maybe it's going to help me kind of cope with it. Yeah, no, I don't even think there's any other option. Um, She had to. I'm not even crediting, like, I'm not even like blaming anyone for how it it turned out. I think it was really just like a function of this happening. And she is a person who's on reality TV. Mm -hmm. And you need to in some way debrief from that. And like, yeah, I don't know. When she was recounting it, it was it was like really upsetting, especially then when she was sort of like just crying on her own, like outside, like you could tell she's not that's okay. That's when I was like, that's when I was like, ooh, that part. I can't imagine that you, you're okay from that for a while. And then also having to lift through it again on television, like a while after is probably difficult. And okay, but we must talk about Sutton. <laughs> Okay, that's where I wanted to go next. A total, what is she doing? (laughs) Okay, something 
the weirdness of that scene almost makes me think that she like missed some piece of information or she thought that like maybe they were setting up the scene to talk about like something else and then Kyle like something happened like something about her reaction was just so bizarre that I was like there's something else happening here (laughs) because it's so off it was so off. She said, Kyle was like, I just can't like believe what happened to Dorit. Cause she, she said that she just came from Dorit's house. Like right. she was in the same little outfit to film. And right. so she came to Sutton's house. Oh no, she came to Kyle's Bel Air house and her Sutton own, met her there. House. Yeah. And she was like, I can't believe what happened to Dorit. And Sutton goes, yeah, it's weird. And Kyle was like, it's terrifying. She goes, well, I've had a morning as well. <laughs> putting out fires all morning i'm dealing with a designer for my business and her visa (laughs) and watching kyle's reaction was the funniest part because she's like what the fuck is going on but then i'll watch what happens live and he goes aren't you like being a little bit of a hypocrite or maybe he's reading a question to kyle like aren't you being a little bit of a hypocrite because like that time that you know, LVP was talking about her brother dying and you were like, yeah, everyone has stuff going on, Lisa. And Kyle's like, I knew this would come up. (laughs) And she goes, both reactions were bad. I've apologized for mine. Both reactions were bad. (laughs) I actually miss Watch What Happens Live, sadly. Um, I'm going to have to go back and make sure that I watch that one because, you know, when it's a good one, you don't want to miss it. Yeah, I feel like Sutton will one day clarify why she was acting so weird because she wasn't just acting like it was so bizarre that it was like you have to give her the benefit of the doubt because it was no i don't i think she's trying to be the villain i just feel like they're who acts that way i think she's trying to be the like the shit stir of the season like with the whole lisa why would you ever act that way that's just like not that's like anti-human nature to respond in such a way you think for some to be like i'm putting I don't know. If I hear that like anyone gets robbed, even someone I really don't even care about, I would just be like, right. Really? Okay. The other thing that I thought was bizarre. Okay. Like her reaction to Erica, like when she was like, oh, I guess Erica needs money. Like I'm looking for somebody who's funny. I thought was, but there's no self-awareness. Sutton's money comes from her divorce. Right, but it, her point is that it's like not illegal money. Like, her, like but, that's her. Yeah, that's her still. point. It's like, it's like okay, well, at least my money is like legitimate. I mean, her husband's like a hedge fund guy, so there's but plenty of people matter. who would be like, your money does but bad things still, too. It doesn't change the fact that she didn't work for her money either. It's not like, but that's she, not what she's saying about Erica. That she's saying that Erica's money is illegitimate, and her money at least is like not like dirty money. She's entitled to her money rather than Erica's money that was stolen from widows and orphans is the, I guess is her point, but I, it didn't come across that way. And it was just like, I'm looking for character. Erica's looking for money. I don't need money. Like, cause she has, it like, doesn't you think Sutton would have, okay, here's the thing with Sutton. It's like, maybe you don't need money, but would you, I don't think Sutton's dating a guy who has no money. Like, yeah, right. maybe like she'd be okay with a guy who has less money than her, but like, that's still not a lot the same of money. thing, but still a lot. Yeah. She's not dating someone who's not a millionaire. Let's be real. Her hair looked great. Just as a side note, I thought it looked really good. You know what else? Okay. One thing I will say, maybe Sun thought they were faking. There are definitely people who thought that the Kemsleys were faking their robbery for a few oh. reasons. There were a lot of people who thought that. 
And maybe Sutton thought that. You think that that was a staged robbery? I didn't and that's say why I her... think it. I think people. No, no, no. You think people think that it's yeah, staged and that's why the 100%. alarm was off? I'll tell you why people think it was a staged robbery. One, they owe a lot of money. Like PK had like a $2 million casino debt that he paid in January, like this uh-huh. past January. So he, they had a big debt. Generally, they have a lot of debt all overall. And okay. there are a lot of robberies in their area. It's not that crazy to think like could have been them. She was going to probably get kicked off the show. I think they thought that her time on the show was ending and um, they needed her paycheck. And I think that like people think that they staged that robbery. And a lot Stop. of people think that. Yeah, that's wow. like a very wide. I didn't even I'm usually like all for skepticism and I didn't even think of this. Well, I mean, honestly, like I think this is I don't want I, I'm not interested in accusing them of of doing that. But I do feel like I mean, she would have to be a really good actress in that scene when she was outside Kyle's for that. Right. To, that's what I mean. The acting was good. She did show up without makeup, which I also think that was like a choice. It was an active choice. She never shows up that, anywhere without glam. Honestly, I don't think none of that. I think she would show up without makeup if she was faking it or if it was real. Like, I think I don't think any of that. That's what like, I mean. Well, I think she would show up without makeup either way. Honestly, I think it is weird that the alarm wasn't on. Why do you have like an alarm? You show everything that's in your home, especially because she has so much in her home that she freely posts about. Like, it's not like she, it's not like you just see it, you know, let's say like Lisa Vanderpump. You just see that, you just know that she has a lot of shit. She shows it, you know, it's on the show. They show her closet or someone like that. Like, you know, there's a lot in that house, but you read like, makes TikToks of her surrounded by like Louis Vuitton boxes. And it's like, that's a different level of people knowing what you have and like where it is. And, you know, you don't just catch a glimpse of like three bags, you know, the inventory kind of, you know? So people think that they faked it. This is interesting. Now my mind is spinning with conspiracy. I'm surprised you, wait, honestly, this like is, this is I the thought first you were I trying thought. to get me to bring this up. No, I like really didn't okay. think this. No, I just wanted to know like what you thought about it. Like, cause I didn't think of that. And now I'm really, because there is no, her, re, her response to what the, the deal with the alarm is, the reason what wasn't on makes no sense. Makes no sense. I mean, the, honestly, if it's me and I was robbed, I would probably have just forgotten to turn it on. That's yeah, but what she seems say like, that. Maybe because insurance will deny your claim if you forgot to turn it on. Well, she says it was not on. Either way, she says it was not on. She said something about her kids moving around inside. Maybe that's the reason she gave insurance because they would deny her claim. If you if you have an alarm system and you don't turn it on, insurance is going to say, "Sorry, you didn't turn your alarm on," and they probably won't give you as much for your claim or at all. And so she probably needs to come up with like a reason why the alarm wasn't on, so that they won't. You know, I'm sure they already. I don't know if it was paid it's or just whatever. the whole thing is interesting now that you say this. <laughs> I really can't believe you. I thought you knew that this it's was like, very this is not interesting. This was widely suggested when it happened too. It wasn't like the one real. Okay. Like I thought her act, whatever the way that she acted was very real, right? Like it was, it was very convincing. Everything she says was very convincing. The one part that I thought was the, she went a little too far was when Kyle's dogs were barking. 
And she was like, who's that? What is that? Why are they barking, yeah. Kyle? What are, why yeah. are they barking? Like you that have, was a little Kyle bit has too dogs. far. Well, I just thought that was weird because it's like Kyle has dogs. You've known her. She has seven dogs. Like, you've no, known her but for it, years. she's just trying to show that she's a little bit traumatized now from like, like somebody's coming. And yeah, I now know it. I mean, no, I was crying <laughs> when she was recounting the story about like my babies and all of that. Like I was crying. But she said like on Watch What Happens Live, she said every night when a PK is not here, every 100% of the time they are in my bed with me. This time, for some reason, you know, I was like, I'm so tired from being in London. I'm so jet lagged. I'm going to put her in her bed. My kids in their beds. And so that's why they were in their beds. And tonight just happens to be that night that it happened. Yeah, look, like, honestly, those things are not, like, what makes me. I mean, sure, maybe they put the baby in the bed. Like, you know. I don't think I don't think it's fake. Do you? I think, don't think it's fake. You know, I don't look, think I don't. I, here's the thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't have an opinion. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't want to think it's fake. I don't want to think it's fake because that's so fucked up. I just don't have an opinion. That's, that's the just thing. So, that's crookery. That's like really crookery. Yeah, like, like that's like really messed up. Yeah, like that's really that would be really okay. Really fucked I, up but to do that on television. Can I ask why? I mean, it is a little different, but people suggest that Lisa Vanderpump like lights her restaurants on fire for insurance. Like people think these. She doesn't put that on. Like, oh yeah, she had that fire on television and she showed like, it. People think these things like. About lots of people, and I don't know. I don't get the impression that the reason PK why it's is- different. It involves the children. It involves the safety, and it evokes like serious, serious emotion from everybody, and being feeling really bad for them. Like I can honestly you feel as bad for way. LVP's restaurant going on fire. Yeah, her livelihood, her business. Yes, that's upsetting, but it's not the same type of like emotions. Like everyone, like even Andy's, like oh, we're just so ex- happy that you're okay and your children are okay, and that like this really puts everything in perspective. And it just like you're talking about real trauma here to be held at gunpoint and think you're about to die and your kids are about to die and saying that on television. So to me, I'm going to you know, okay. put my skepticism to the side and believe that this happened. <laughs> Here's the thing. I started off this conversation being like, I believe that this happened. And now I'm just <laughs> now sort you of don't like, believe it. Not, no, it's not, that I don't, it's not that I don't believe it. I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm just willing to say with certain things, like, I just don't, I just don't fucking know. And um, yeah, of course well, I will know. say that your reasoning of like a person wouldn't. Okay. I've, I've trained myself to not bank on that type of reasoning anymore right. because in, at the end of the day there are enough things that have happened in this world where it's like a person would you know so it's like you don't know that's why i never bank on a person wouldn't because the reason why they the might. reason why you're right is like the person who would 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 yeah, and you exactly. wouldn't know Someone would. whether yeah. they would necessarily until they do <laughs> and that's what they don't know if they would until would. they do Right, yeah. you got to be backed in a corner. But if that is true, that would make PK would be the orchestrator, um, the crookiest crooks of crooks. I actually think it would make Dorit more complicit because she is the one who's contracted by the TV show, and she's saying we're yeah. gonna, maybe PK arranged it. I don't, I don't yeah. fucking know who calls the fake robbers. I don't know. Like that's this reminds me of like horrible bosses. I know, <laughs> Wet work. A, yeah. 
Right. Like, I don't know who called the fake robbers, but like, Dorit's the one who's like on the show. You gotta and- call motherfucker Jones. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh my God, I need to watch that. Yeah, I don't know. So I, good. I don't even know how we got here, but that's all I'm saying. That other people were speculating, saying they don't other think people. it's real, but people have been saying that since it happened. But, um, fuck. We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker, and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it, too, from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase that's b-e-i-s travel.com slash betches this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. we all carry around different stressors big and small when we keep them bottled up it can start to affect us negatively think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years, and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Let's talk about Erica. Also on Watch What Happens Live, Kyle says that you're going to see a Erica that we have not seen, which is an Erica that does not give any fucks. Less fucks than she's, how many fucks do you give? None. <laughs> <laughs> she gives negative fucks. Um, she gives so few fucks that she's almost starting to give them back. You know, she's like coming back around. Giving- <laughs> she's coming back around. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've heard about Erica's season is that she is like really off the rails. I would not be surprised if Erica spends a lot of her life under the influence of something. Like, I, that's, well, she that's says kind that. of the impression I'm getting. Didn't right. So, she say that on the show? She was like, well, when you, like, drink a lot and then you order Taco Bell and you don't, we wake up and there are rappers and you do not remember any of the rappers, you have a problem. She literally said that. Right, right, right. That's what I'm, that's what, that's what I think we're about to watch. I think we're about to watch a woman on the verge. What's the latest with her lawsuit? Do you know? Wasn't she recently sued? She was recently sued again for like uh, basically being the front person where it basically puts her as liable because it's saying that she 
was using the show to like advertise and like basically build up this scam. Uh huh. And that and had, that it was going that, towards her lifestyle for the show. Also, like, does she get sued while filming? I don't think so. I'm not sure. How funny was it when she was like, I was when she was like trying to say how she was like uh, exonerated, basically, and then she was like, I don't know, you look it up. Yeah, you Google it. You Google yeah, it. <laughs> that was hilarious. It's like people print out fucking binders of receipts, and you're like, Google it. <laughs> I don't fucking need to prove to you that she can't yeah. even bother to pull up a fucking link on her phone. Yeah, that was really funny. But Dorit also on Watch What Happens Live. You missed a lot. I know. Andy asked her what she thinks about Erica's like kind of excuse, and she goes, "Well, yeah, the press tends to only want to publish like salacious things versus like the wins." So you may not see the wins as much yes. in the press. And I was like, no. The print, no, the press does not take, the press is not like on the aside. It's not about like the wins. They're going to report. No, that's not, that's not 100% true. You'll see more if headlines. If she's exonerated, they of, were going to. No, if you see, you will see more headlines of negative, like scandalous click Baby stuff. Yeah, because no one's reporting. Erica Jane acted morally today. Like, well, of no course. One's like, oh, Erica Jane didn't, didn't steal no- anything today. Yeah, there's no updates about that. But if yeah. she is exonerated or there's something disproven, that would totally be in the news. Of course it would. That's why it's ridiculous. No yeah. one's. No one reports on good behavior. Erica Jane <laughs> did not steal from widows and orphans. Erica Jane is month. a good citizen today. She took out right. her garbage and whatever they're obviously <laughs> gonna report on if erica jane has an update where she's found innocent or not guilty which is didn't happen they just moved here's the here's what happened they moved the case out of chicago they basically said like it's not in the chicago jurisdiction and they're moving it and that's the only reason why it was like quote unquote dropped in chicago not because yeah. of the facts of the case right this season looks pretty good. I'm very excited about it. There's a new person joining. She wants to be the villain. Seems exciting as well. Harry she's Hamlin a, is... She's supposed to be like a madam, Diana Jenkins. Like that's her... Um, Google it. You'll see. Google it. You can't print it for me. You'll provide a link. Yeah, that is exciting. I'm excited to see the Aspen trip, which was... Apparently wild. Um, oh. And uh, Kathy and uh, Kyle are in a... Kyle says that they're now like closer because of like the... She lost her best friend. Kyle lost her best friend to like mental illness, she says. And that's also Kathy and Kim's friend because they've known each other. They grew up together. And so mm-hmm. it's brought them back. But um, Kyle said that after the season, Kathy and her are not speaking. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah, the only thing that I was looking for when I was watching or wondering when I was watching like the previews for the season is like, okay, like if I were Dorit and I had this like serious traumatic thing that happened to me, I just can't imagine just going and just having these group dinners immediately after. I also can't imagine. Well, you have to because it's work. I know, but you have to put on this like happy face. I also can't imagine the day after you're robbed at gunpoint, you just leave your kids with like pk's assistant because she needed to get out of the house like to me that was bizarre that's another thing people were saying they're like why would she do that well i assume like it's a you're not gonna go to her house there's a crime scene whatever but if you were 
I guess like you can't Kyle judge her close. mental state. Kyle yeah. looks close. I didn't think that to me that is like okay, either way kids, that aside. So I know, that but. aside, I just can't I literally don't understand how if you're traumatized in such a way which I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she's seeing it as like know. thank God I'm okay and nothing actually happened. But I don't know. I don't know. It's it, that's what was going through my mind. I was like looking for her. I was looking for Jorit the entire through the whole trailer. So I was like, how is she going to handle this whole season? Guess we're we'll going to see. see. We are going to see. see. That, that's why they want us to watch. That's why they have the season. That's true. That's true. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Betcha's co-founder, Aileen. And as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm gonna wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. All right, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about Kim and Pete. Kim is continuously in the headlines for her Met Gala thing. It's still happening. We touched on 
this, what we're going to talk about right now, which is that like Kim's getting a lot of shit for basically her dress, saying that she lost 16 pounds in five seconds. And now she's in the headlines for the video that she posted about her getting into this dress that everybody is mad at her for. And <laughs> in this video, which I called in the last episode, I called this. I was like, it's you did a, little, say a little weird that she did this. She like is do- being fitted and Pete Davidson has two hats on. <laughs> like being silly, I suppose. Yeah, and they're, no, she very knows- silly. She knows the camera's on them and she tells him to take it off. (laughs) She like tells him, take that hat off. And she's like, I'm just doing you a favor, basically. And he's like, oh, you don't want me to walk around in two hats? I see. She's like, oh, I'm just like doing you a favor. And a lot of people are now saying that that was like quite controlling. And I don't even think it's controlling. I just think it's like she just seems so like condescending in it. But that's what I mean. It's like she's controlling her, of their image and his image. And and the conversation that we had where this came up was like we were talking about, do we think like this is going to last? I think that's what you're saying. And I was like, I don't know. Because we were saying like, oh, he was with Ariana. He was all the. And yeah. now this is like the peak of his, you know, celebrity relationship. Right. Can this last? And. I was like, well, I don't know. We don't actually know what it's actually like. Is he going to really like that being in the spotlight, especially when you are with somebody like Kim and Kim cares about her image a lot. Here's why I think it what I think will be the downfall. And I think you see it in this in this video. And I know people are calling it controlling. The way I see it is just sort of like two different energies. Like Kim is a highly controlled person. Right. Pete is like. Lucy Goosey, uh, yeah, you know, I don't give a shit about anyone thinks. If of she me. thinks that like him having two hats on in a behind the scenes thing is like is is in any way like uh, something she needs to pick on, that I think is just like an incompatibility. I don't think it's that she's like controlling him. Like I don't think she's like making him. You know. No, it's not him. It's Shame. the image of what people think of her dating him. It's it's like she cares about her image, right? She cares what people think of her. Right. And cares about what people, the reflection of what her partner She's like, just kind of shines talking back to him like he's her. a baby. Well, like, that's what I mean. So like, so she wants to control the situation, his image, because that reflects back on her. So, you know, sh- she liked Kanye as this, what Kanye did for her, which was, you know, two powerhouse people. He's this really respected rapper. Sorry, not rapper. <laughs> he does not like rapper. He's artist. He was really mad at, so in the Kardashian, did you get Hulu yet? In the Kardashian. <laughs> you're using my Hulu. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm on my own Hulu. Oh, you're Hulu. not. Oh, Jordan no. is using my Hulu. Um, so why do you ask her to help you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you know something wild what the other what? day i noticed there's like almost there was a mysterious account on my amazon prime Catherine, <laughs> Catherine cuevas and i don't know who that is and um we deleted it but it was there change your know. password I, uh, okay <laughs> you didn't no <laughs> Catherine's like just peeping on what you're watching okay wait I, no she what had her I own saying? account i don't think she cared what i was watching that's so respectful Catherine. um <laughs> that's so weird Catherine, are you a listener don't be afraid i won't do anything 
bad about it. I just want to know that you aren't here to, to, to do How did she to guess your super unhackable password? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's what I think. I think I probably like left it logged in at a hotel or something. Oh, yeah. Or yeah, like even sense. last year when we went to Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> that makes the most sense. Um, Wait, what was I saying right before that? Oh, what I was saying was that in, on the show in the last episode, Kim says that Kanye walked out of her SNL monologue because he wasn't even mad about anything. He was mad about the fact that she called him a rapper. Like, <laughs> like not an art, like she called him a rapper. And so he's really upset about that. So anyway, so that's what she did for him. And then obviously things went a little, he was very controlling. He's very controlling of her image. He said like he wants to quit his entire job and be her stylist and um, shit like that. Kim he says, is probably used to like, oh, as a couple, we like, we tinker with each other's appearance. You know? Yeah. Well, now, so she, sure. probably, she probably likes that what Kim, what Pete is doing for her, which is making her seem more down this, to earth funny comedian this guy who like is so cool and funny likes her and is obsessed with her and she is like the peak of his life <laughs> yeah. you know like that's probably what she likes for that but she wants to make sure that he doesn't fuck that up for her by right. acting like clowny which obviously is not love. Which is not Oh my god you're silly silly we need to talk about yeah we haven't even talked about like what she's just that's why it's long-term not compatible because he can't put right. fucking two hats on his head without her being like honey we well, don't because she thinks this is like a serious thing this I is a serious this. thing like i'm getting fitted for marilyn monroe for the met gala like that's yeah she can't her. take the jokes she can't take the jokes. He put, uh, he put a second hat on. It's not uh, even I wish a joke. You, I wish you were watching. You could get log into your fucking Hulu so you could watch the show because I have so much I want to say Maybe about it. Maybe Sean can fix it when he comes in and configures <laughs> my... I, there's so much I want to say about it, which is like her whole... There's three full episodes about fucking Kim being on SNL and her talking about how funny she was. But she oh, had to talk to like 700 it. comedians to help her write her monologue. And she didn't write that. No, no, no. It's, uh, she she says that she didn't write it. Amy Schumer is like in three episodes. Yeah. I'll, I'll giving her oh, feedback. Oh, that's why she's in it. Yeah, yeah. And um, like she was like, Chris Rock even came up to me and said I was so funny. And like, that just makes me feel good because my sister's always telling me I'm not funny. And <laughs> like, and you know, made me feel so good that I was funny. I'm like thinking like, you're not funny. Like, you're, you're not. That you're doesn't make like, you funny. Like You can you read a joke. Off. I mean, yeah, like you were talking about yourself. It's not like. Yeah, you landed the delivery. Sure, that was, and they were coaching you on that about how to pause. But like, they wrote pause. jokes for you. Um, yeah, <laughs> jokes. You didn't me. write the jokes. And so that makes me question if she's like so not funny. Like, how is she and Pete? Like, how are they? I guess he. She's just constantly laughing at his jokes. It hasn't been that long. Yeah, like I know. anyone can make it three months. I know. I know. I know. You know. Okay, I just when you said that about the Kim saying she's so funny, I you just I had a twinge of sympathy for her siblings. <laughs> like probably. <laughs> oh my god, you won't if you watch if you watch though, like with Travis okay, and fine. Courtney, like you cannot. No, but what about Chloe? If I'm Chloe, Chloe I'm like, I oh, Chloe. everyone fucking thinks she's funny now. 
Like, yeah, I know. If I, I know, were Chloe, I know. I'd be so pissed. I'd be like, I'd be like, I can't believe she thinks she's funny now because <laughs> the whole show makes me mad for on Chloe's behalf. She's watching this. She has to hype up her sister. She's. I'm so proud for Kim that she. Chris, isn't this amazing? You birthed this rock star who can do anything. Like she literally says those things. Meanwhile, you know what's coming this season, which is that she's about to find out that Trish can't catch a fucking break, that Tristan fathers this child after like begging for her forgiveness and Chloe being like taking so long to trust him again. He just does this to her. I... I'm just so mad. I, I'm anyway. so sad. I look, Chloe. Chloe, you're the funny one. Chloe, you're the funny you're one. The, you're the funny one. This you're is the your time one. to shine. You're, look, I don't need to tell you, Chloe, that you deserve better. Everyone's told you that. We don't need to go there. But listen, you are the funny one. Just because Kim had Amy Schumer and like the entire cast of SNL coaching her through three minutes of, of speaking doesn't mean that you're not the funny one, Chloe. Chloe, you are the funny one. You're the down to earth one. If I could hang out with any of them, I would hang out it with would you. Be you. You actually couldn't pay me to hang out with the other ones. Fine, you could pay me. But you, but, um, you could pay me to hang I out would with pay, I would hang out with you for free, Chloe. <laughs> I would pay to hang out with you, baby. She's great. She's great. So anyway, She's, go Chloe. I, go Chloe. You should really get your Hulu work. <laughs> I'm excited to watch this next episode. All right. Have there been any shows you've been watching, Sammy, that you want to bring up or talk about? You know, I'll bring it up just so I can bring it up. But I don't. There's a show on stars. <laughs> what? It's called Gaslit. It's about um, the Watergate scandal. I know that sounds so nerdy and boring. <laughs> it's not boring. It is really good. Julia Roberts plays the main character. Julia Roberts? Yeah. And oh, she's okay. okay. Julia Roberts, she's an incredible actress. She's like, the best. <laughs> 45 minutes through the first episode, I'm like, holy shit. I like forgot that I was watching Julia Roberts and I was so absorbed in this character. She plays uh oh, Sean Penn's the in this. wife. Yeah, he yeah, he's very big in it too. Julia Roberts plays the wife of an important person during the Watergate scandal. And basically, she's very like outspoken and she's like controversial. She was very popular. She was like more popular than the first lady, mm -hmm. which was not cool, you know, at the time. And basically they I don't want to ruin the episode, but this is historic, so it happened. They okay. kidnap her. She finds out about Watergate and they're afraid that she's gonna talk about it so they like someone in the administration kidnaps her and like holds and that's her what hostage the show is about well the show's about her and what has been shown so far is, is that it a comedy no it's a drama oh. <laughs> it's very much a drama <laughs> it sounds funny <laughs> I, well there are actually funny things that it has that um when something that's very dramatic will have really funny like ways of communicating in it a dramedy no just the verb, like in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, that's what I mean. It has a little bit of that, but not to the same extent. Like I would say Inglorious Bastards is sort of a comedy. It's a dramedy. It's a dark comedy. Dark comedy. That's my like, favorite kind okay, of movie. This is not a dark comedy. Big Short. This is a drama and it has some funny lines. Would you say the Big Short is a dark comedy? I don't know if you could like put those, like the Big Short and what was the one you just said? Inglorious Bastards. Said <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> whatever. I don't know if um, I don't know if I would like categorize those because like they're specifically so like it's I like the, the dark comedies. Inglorious Bastards has Mike Myers in it. 
It's like it's like a parody. Yeah, but it's like also but also a really okay, fucked up movie. Bastard, sure, it's a dark maybe comedy. dark comedy. What about Django Unchained? What would you consider Django Unchained? A dark comedy. Would you call that a comedy? There are points in it that are very, very but that funny, but make it's it extremely a dark. That's why it's a I dark comedy. I would call one. it a comedic drama. No, it's not though. Oh, it's okay. So you're. It's like what? What is it? The primary thing? Okay, a comedic drama is definitely Django. Well, okay, all of Quentin Tarantino's, if you want to go there, are somewhat ridiculous. Kill Bill is not funny. Yes, it is absolutely ridiculous. Not funny. It doesn't make you LOL for sure. No, but Django. Okay, think about the scene in Django where they're like riding with yeah, the hoods. Yeah, it's absurd. That's absurd. Jonah Hill. Drama. Yeah, like that was intentional. You don't have lines like that in Kill Bill. You don't have like points like that where it's like they clearly stopped on purpose so that they could put in funny dialogue like to make you laugh. Same with Glorious Bastards. Like, yeah, when he's like Italian. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, wait. Italian. Bongiorno. (laughs) Bongiorno. Wait, uh, what does he say his name is? Gorlami, that's what it is. Enzo Gorlami, you don't remember that? No. Oh, that's what his name is. Gorlami. Yeah. Maybe we're thinking of different points in the movie, but okay. The point is, I don't. Why are we we here? What are we talking about? A second ago, what show you're talking about? You asked me about Gaslight. I want to see this. It's really good. It's really good. I don't know how we're watching it. I don't think I have stars. It's not necessarily. It's. I guess is. Is it streaming? Yes. Yeah, this it's is on, technically streaming. It's on demand. Um, it's very good. Sean Penn. Really good actors are in this. And Stars, Stars. is known. Stars is known for Outlander. That's like it's Stars big is known for show. Yeah. So, Stars, um, Stars has good shit. What else does it have though? You just named one. <laughs> this is going nowhere. Um, so I'm gonna <laughs> go watch this. And okay, cool. I you know what I turned on over the weekend that what? has been out for years already. Um, normal people. Oh, okay. Uh, also on Hulu. I couldn't get into it. I watched the first five episodes and I would not stop crying. Literally, I was hysterically crying the whole time. That and it not wasn't fun. even a sad show. Was it, it a was dark just like, comedy? I just, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a comedy. The acting of the guy, and this is obviously not new because it's been out and people have reviewed it already like three years ago. But the acting of the main character, the guy, is so good. You feel his like ang- like his pain. It's not anguish, but it's like his just yeah, his longing for her, and just like the discomfort. You just feel it. You it's so intense. It's the acting between both of them is good. You could just feel their like love or their chemistry or their long. I just loved it. But I only watched five episodes. That I hear like it's not that. It just gets. I don't know what it gets, but um. Okay. That's that's all I've got. All right, so nothing new, nothing too pointed that everyone. That said, though, I do. I know we're talking about TV, but I really want to read a, a good. Um, I'm in the mood to a read. A, like I've been reading a lot of like these, like you know, fucking self helpy type of books. So you want like, fiction? M- learning about shit. So I want a fiction, like a fun thriller fiction and escapist fiction. So if anybody's reading anything good, let us I know. I did solicit some recommendations yesterday. I do have a oh, book yeah, that is did. sitting that is sitting over there, like you know, somewhere else. Where <laughs> she's pointing for over anyone there, so over there, sitting over in a pile. It's called Greenwich Park, and um, the cover attracted me. I bought it in an airport like two months ago. Haven't read it. I might try that. I might do that. People okay. sent 
right now it doesn't feel that any of the you know those books that everyone's passing around the name of like are really hitting for me mm-hmm. but i don't know it could just be that i haven't opened them yet and i'm just yeah you know. i need a good book every every book that like a lot of people the popular ones i've read already yeah and i want another good one but nothing like too slow i get my te- my attention span really just goes out the window um Anyway, that is it for this week's At Betches podcast. You should send us your book recommendations because I'd really love that. If there's anything that you've read that's like really grips you and makes you like want to read through the night, like I'm looking for that. The Palace um, I think Papers. Sammy is too. The Palace Papers, but I'm looking for a fiction. We'll be done soon though. <laughs> and um, you should follow us. I'm at Aileen. I'm at Sammy. And this has been our show. Please rate, review, and subscribe. It really means a lot to us if you leave us a nice review or a five-star review. And if you have any feedback for us, we're open to that as well. But DM it, you know, can't hurt, can't hurt. And let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about, anything you don't like that we talk about. The only thing that we haven't talked about was really the, like now Amber Heard's on trial and she's like, there's all this viral stuff about her, her like, everything she's doing so maybe we can save that for next week but if you want us to talk about that let us know again dm us sammy's at sammy i'm at Eileen. you can email us betches at betches.com and that's it see you next week at the at betches podcast at betches is produced by sean kilby and jorge morales pico be sure to follow at betches on instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com betches